You are listening to episode number 100. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello and welcome to this landmark episode of Alexa in Canada, episode number 100. Boy, what a milestone this is. I am so thankful for all of you, every single one of you that has taken the time to listen to any podcast here. It is absolutely fantastic and I can't thank you enough. Uh, I wouldn't be doing this, I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for you. So thank you. Before we get into today's guests, and I have two guests today, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. And today's sponsor is Vocal ID. So what is Vocal ID? Well, if you're thinking about voice assistants to kiosks, wearables, smart speakers, there will soon be more things that talk to people in the world than there are people. Think about that for a moment. And they can't have the same voice. Brand survival depends on differentiation and finding ways to connect with the audience. So enter Vocal ID. Vocal ID is a voice AI solutions company that creates custom vocal personas for individuals and for brands. Their breakthrough technology leverages decades of research and the power of modern day machine learning to generate unique vocal identities from just a few hours of audio, custom built in days. It's the power of 24-7 text-to-audio conversion without compromising brand consistency. And this is now possible with Vocal ID. I thank Vocal ID very much for their uh, sponsorship of this podcast. And if you want to hear more about Vocal ID, truly incredible breakthrough cutting-edge research, just check out the voicefirsthealth.com podcast. You can search it at that website and just search for Vocal ID and you will find an interview with Rupal Patel, who uh, is uh, the brains behind the company. All right. Now, I want to get into today's podcast. And as I said, I've got two guests on the podcast today. To sort of set this up, as you know, a lot of the goals with Alexa in Canada has been to help you to get the most out of Alexa, specifically for Canadians. And uh, it has been a tremendous success. Over the past 100 episodes, I've had the opportunity to interview many people. I've also done a lot of solo shows. We've cre- we've produced uh, tutorials, uh, of course, the free course, the Flash Briefing Formula course, um, tons of resources, commands, Easter egg commands, um, skill reviews, and so on. And it's been a tremendous ride. Um, I, like I said at the beginning, I'm really thankful for everybody that has invested even a very small amount of time in any of the resources that I have been producing. Now, what you may or may not know is that there are other people that are doing tremendous work in this area as well. And today, I am inviting on two guests, one of which has been on the podcast a number of times in the past, Bradley Metrock. Um, he is the uh, CEO of Score Publishing, and they produce the Voice First FM uh, podcast network, of which this podcast is a member, and also Catherine Prescott, who is the uh, editor of Voice Brew. And Voice Brew is a website, an email newsletter, and they also help people to get the most out of Alexa. Uh, not specifically for Canadians, but she has got some tremendous resources. Now, Bradley has recently written a book 
that talks about some of the things that you can do with your Echo devices, with Amazon Alexa. And Catherine wrote the foreword for the book. And this book has just now come out. And I thought, because a lot of what they are doing aligns with the goal and the mission of Alexa in Canada, this would be a wonderful way to celebrate the 100th episode and to bring them on to talk about their perspectives on this and also to talk a little about the book. So um, that's the rationale. I'm really, really excited to be able to produce this particular podcast episode. And without any further ado, I'd really love to welcome both Bradley Metrock and Catherine Prescott onto the podcast. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast, both you, Bradley and Catherine. It's fantastic to have you here. I'm really excited about the content for today's podcast and about this new book. But before we get into that, I think we should introduce you to the listeners. So why don't we start with you, Catherine? Tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, and what you do. Thanks, Terry. Very excited to be here with you today and with you as well, Bradley. Um, I'm Catherine Prescott. I'm the founder and editor of Voice Brew. Voice Brew is a daily email newsletter that helps people get the most out of Alexa. We started in January, and we're now over 25,000 email subscribers, so I'm really excited about that. We also publish comprehensive guides on our website covering you know, almost all of the key Alexa features, from Alexa routines to smart home to the best Alexa games to, you know, important topics like privacy. Our mission is really to help people get the most out of Alexa. We all know that millions of people have access to Alexa, but the vast majority of those people are barely at the tip of the iceberg when it comes to what they're getting out of Alexa. And I want to help change that with voice brew. Amazing. And, and, yeah, you've had such amazing growth with Voice Brew over the, the course of the year. It's, it's incredible. And you're doing a fantastic service to all of those that are looking for more out of Alexa. So that's fantastic. Bradley, uh, you are on the podcast uh, for, I think it's the third time. And uh, you've always got such interesting projects. So I'm always bringing you on to talk about them. Um, tell us who you are as well for the listeners that haven't had a chance to, to meet you. Sure, Terry, and thank you for having me back. Uh, I apparently didn't do a bad enough job the first time or second time. I'm, I'm back now. Um, yeah, I'm honored to be to be back. I'm Bradley Metrock. I'm CEO of a company called Score Publishing, based in Nashville, Tennessee. We're not a normal publisher by any stretch of the imagination. As a, a combination of starting a podcast network called Voice First FM two and a half years ago, um, as well as a series of events extending out of that called the Voice First Event Series has put us, uh, you know, around the center of the conversation around the growth of conversational AI and conversational interfaces, voice technology, and it's exciting. And one of the things that we saw, uh, just like a lot of other folks saw, you know, the work that Catherine's doing is amazing. Um, Voice Brew is an essential resource it's so well put together. It's an essential resource for people all up and down the spectrum of usage of voice technology and Alexa in general, you know, specifically, um, you know, whether they're just starting out or whether they're um, experienced users, there's something there for everybody. And what we saw and a lot of other folks saw is that with Alexa, 
there was a lot of opportunities being being hit by Amazon. Uh, de the development community has been well cultivated. A lot of developer tools have been put out there. A lot of analytics tools are out there. The hardware uh, install base is growing, uh, you know, like a hockey stick curve. But there's something that remained. And it's the fact that whether you look at data on this or whether you just sort of feel it anecdotally, all people are doing with Alexa, rank and file folks, I'm not talking about, you know, your power users, your rank and file people. They're all they're doing is they're asking Alexa, what's the weather or to play some music. Every once in a while, you'll get something fancy, like someone setting a timer. Um, but, but in general, it's weather and music is a solid 70, 80%. It's that 80, 20 rule sort of thing going on with it. And a huge opportunity. It's not because things are hard. It's not because, um, you know, the feedback's been, oh, it's too hard. I didn't, just didn't even bother. No, the, the, it's, it's only because they don't know what they don't know. So this project of this book that's just now coming out um, started on paper as something called the Alexa Instruction Manual. I wanted to write something called the Alexa Instruction Manual. I saw a need for it, and I wanted to write that. And as it went along, um, it morphed into what it became, which is called More Than Just Weather and Music, 200 Ways to Use Alexa. But the bottom line is that I wanted a resource where, you know, you just pick this thing up and you turn to a page and you learn something new that you can instantly do with Alexa. Um, and also, I wanted something that showcased the breadth. So all sorts of stuff from healthcare to publishing to banking to automotive to culinary you name it, I wanted it all in here. So if you flip through a few pages, you almost start to get overwhelmed if all you've ever done is weather and music at what's in here. And you're like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I, I've been sleeping on this. So that's what we tried to put together. Fantastic. And like you said, you I mean, you cover 200 different skills in this. And I mean, you made, you gave a great summary there of the fact that most people are simply using uh, using this for weather and for music. Catherine, I know that this is one of the, the missions of Voice Brew. And can you comment a little bit about that in terms of what people are currently using uh, Alexa for and how the book will uh, as help with that issue uh, from your perspective? First, just want to say Bradley really hit the nail on the head with his new book. You know, we as members of the voice community need to help regular non-techie people learn how to use Alexa and voice technology. People just don't know what they don't know, you know, couldn't say it better than that. And Terry, to sort of address your question more directly, um, you know, the way that people are experiencing voice technology today, I think is really similar to how most people experience the internet in the 90s. It was exciting, but most people were just using it for basic things. Like, you know, I used it probably just to visit a few bookmarked websites. And similarly today, most people just use Alexa for basic tasks 
like asking for the weather, playing music, maybe listening to the news or podcasts. And, you know, if you're a little bit more advanced, perhaps you have a smart light set up. But just like there were people in the early days of the internet who did more, they used Hotmail's free webmail, downloaded music on Napster, things like that. There are people today who are getting a lot more than weather and music out of Alexa and voice assistants in general and reading Bradley's book, subscribing to Voice Brew can help anyone do the same. Um, I'd love, maybe we can hit on this a little bit later in the conversation, but I'd love to talk about you know what some of my favorite uh, skills are in Bradley's book and some of my favorite things to do with Alexa too. That's a, that's a perfect question. I was actually going to ask you a little bit about that. So there's so many. At the same time, there's you know 100,000 skills now. So I sort of have a two-part question for that is, first of all, how did you narrow it down? And secondly, can you can you highlight um, you know some of the I mean there's 200 I mean they're all going to be fantastic but can you highlight a few of your of your personal favorites so Catherine yeah maybe you can take that well let me kick this one over to Bradley first since he is really the one who uh, you know crafted all of this sure so um, narrowing it down was tough and um, and it didn't take a whole long time when we rolled the list out to where we got a couple people asking us, where's ours? <laughs> where's, sure. where's ours on the list? And I dread that <laughs> mm-hmm. because I don't want to disappoint anybody. But, um, but you know, people shouldn't just assume that, hey, you've been on this list or that list or Amazon recognized you and to think you're going to end up in the book. Well, well, maybe you do or maybe you don't. But um, it was a it was a tough job because the number one thing was um, quality across the skills. And I specifically measured that, um, you know, there's, there's review scores, which is one thing, but it was super important to me to have the recent reviews be good. And if the recent reviews weren't good, then there needed to be some very good explanation of that. And I'll give you a perfect example. Find My Phone by Opirlo is a very well-known skill, and it's a very useful one. The reviews are good, but the recent reviews aren't. So when you dive into it and you look at why they're not, you discover that you have people whining about their payment model. And it's not that the skill doesn't work. It's not that it's not valuable. It's just they're whining about, you know, after so many calls, you start to get charged. And I thought, okay, that's not good enough to keep you out. You're in. Another example is Destiny 2, um, the skill that uh, Activision Blizzard put together around uh, the multi, multi-million dollar AAA title video game. Mm-hmm. Um, good reviews, really well received, but the recent reviews are bad and the recent reviews are bad because they've stopped updating it. So that was immediate X, you know, you're gone. No, you know, I can't include you at that point. Um, this process went throughout all of the different skills and really tried to curate uh, a list where, 
people aren't going to buy the book, you know, three months from, you know, with Christmas money in January or something, uh, you know, get on Amazon and spend some money, buy the book and, uh, you know, something's messed up, you know, there's a skill in there where it's not being updated. Uh, that's probably unavoidable, but we tried. Um, but uh, secondarily from the quality is the breadth. So we couldn't include, you know, a gazillion kid skills, um, even if they were all really high quality. Um, we had to branch out and really cover a lot of ground with these. It's 175 skills plus 25 Alexa built-in functions is what it is. So the 25 built-in functions left even less real estate for the skills. and. Um, so it was tough, uh, but uh, we did the best we could. And, um, you know, I called out a couple. I'd love to hear, you know, uh, Catherine's thoughts on some of the ones that she thought was interesting that were on the list. And But that's how we did it. Great. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Catherine, so what were some of your uh, uh, favorites and, and, uh, and your experience with uh, going through these and looking at them? Yeah, so Bradley, you mentioned um, some of the kids' skills. I thought you did a fantastic job of um, selecting – at least most of my favorite kid skills. Uh, so just to name a few of them that you included on the list that I would encourage, you know, anyone listening to this podcast to check out with, uh, you know, your kids or grandkids or friends' kids. Um, so I love Kids Court from Pretzel Labs. It, it lets Alexa resolve disputes and for kids, and it's so well done. It's it's so fun and cute. I've written about it in Voice Brew as well. Um, of course, Chompers. Um, I, when I was testing it out to write about it for Voice Brew, I liked it so much that there was about a week when I was brushing my teeth with Chompers as well. <laughs> um, and then, you know, definitely Choose Your Own Adventure is fantastic. It's very high quality. You know, the Abominable Snowman interactive story is really one of my, you know, favorite Alexa skills out there. You know, you get to, you get to different decision points in the story and you get to choose what the character does. And it's really fun, really well done. And you can go back and try making different decisions and, and see what happens. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, those are great. And, and I, I'm familiar with, uh, those as well. I love kids court as well. Uh, yeah, great, great, great choice. I want to throw uh, one more thing, one more thing on there before we please. move on. Um, the if I was going to include a third thing that was sort of a third criterion for us, I, I wanted to include some skills that have been off the reservation. So there's some sort of well-established lists of great skills. Like there's a Tom's Guide. 30, 30 best Alexa skills publication that's on the web. Um, and they've updated that and they've, they've kept that going. There's, you know, voice brew has done some list of skills um, and called out different lists, uh, uh, different curated lists of skills at different points. There's been some lists that have been floating around and it was important for us um, as sort of an ex exclamation mark on the book to include some that's that that are good, but that nobody's ever heard of. I actually viewed that as an important barometer of success of the book is our ability to find and source skills that hadn't been really seen or talked about much, um, but yet are just as good and valid as some of these other ones. 
Um, you know, there's one called Daddy Saturday, which I really like. Um, I think it's a great example of how an Alexa skill can complement a published book. And the whole deal with that is that this guy who will be speaking about this at uh, Project Voice, I might add, um, he created a book called Daddy Saturday, which is their his family's term for Saturday, where they spend Saturday with daddy because he's gone all the time. And so they come up with different things to do on Daddy Saturday, and it's this whole brainstorming exercise. And the book talks about the whole journey, but the skill has um, sort of this generation of ideas and, and this brainstorming of different things that families can do for their Daddy Saturday. I thought that was excellent. That got included. Another That's one was, great. yeah, another one was called Where's the Beef? <laughs> and I love this. <laughs> and of course, I don't see any, you know, I've never even seen anyone breathe a word of this thing, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it may, it's called something, it's either called Where's the Beef or something like Where's the Beef? And it's all these recipes about beef. <laughs> it, it's good. It, it's it's good. It's it, it serves its purpose and it's it's updated. It's it it's it's good. Um, and there were some other ones. You know, there was um, like uh, the Reuters flash briefing one that's got video with it. Um, you know, there, there's there's all there's a there's a bunch. It um, when you start to dig in, you realize there's. Um, See, we all go back a couple of years ago to where um, you could just literally have a list of 20 skills that are top notch. And that really covers, you know, maybe 80 percent of the ground. Um, Now you're seeing a lot of quality sort of bubbling up and you're seeing a lot of experimentation that's going right. And uh, it's hard to keep up with, you know, no, most people aren't going to go through the process we went through this with this book, but um, there's becoming real quick, more and more and more surface area to the quality Alexa skills that are out there. And um, so it's exciting to see. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a sign of health in the ecosystem and, um, you know, uh, it, it's more than likely going to continue. It's going to be fun to watch. Awesome. Yeah. And Catherine, do you have something to add to that as well? Yeah, just, um, you know, I completely agree with Bradley. There is just so much great stuff that's out there. And I think it's wonderful that, you know, Bradley has published this fantastic book that covers so much of the work that the Alexa skill developer community has been doing. It's such a service to, um, to the, the voice community and particularly the, the developer community. And that's certainly something that I also think about with voice brew. You know, you have lots of people who are, who are putting time and, and resources and, you know, energy into creating these fantastic experiences for users. And, you know, it's up to people like us to, you know, do what we can do to help get users to uh, you know, try their new skills to to form habits using those new new skills. Yeah, go ahead, Bradley. I know you have some thoughts on that as well. Yeah, well, and I just wanted to simply take an explicit moment of the show, Terry, and explain Catherine's incredibly important role with the book. So I asked Catherine to write the foreword for more than just weather and music, and she did, and it's excellent. And it sets the tone really nicely 
for the entire book. Um, it's it's well worth reading. It's it's the best written part of the book. <laughs> and uh, and so um, you know, I, I I asked her to do it because Voice Brew's entire existence, its entire brand orientation, is so well aligned with what this book is and does that it just made perfect sense. So I wanted to explain that great forward written by Catherine in the book, check that out, uh, you know, when people get the book, uh, before they read anything else and, uh, they'll be glad that they did. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Sorry. Go ahead, Catherine. Yeah. No, I just, I would thank you. I was really, you know, honored to write the forward to the book. That was something I was, I was very excited to do. That's fantastic. Um, you know, as as the two of you were discussing about, you know, the importance of using these sorts of resources to to help highlight the really good skills, you know, it, again, it brought up in my mind the question of discoverability for these skills. And, you know, you think about when other mediums come online for the first time, whether it's a social media platform or, you know, now that now everybody's talking about TikTok or whatever it is, you know, and I'm not sure, are there other books out there that highlight, like, these are the 200 TikTok channels. These are the 200 Instagram accounts that you need to follow. Um, but is this the sort of thing that we really need to do in order to push the Alexa skill uh, ecosystem forward? Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that, Bradley? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And uh, to answer it, I'm going to go back in time. When I um, sold the previous business that I started back in 2008 and, you know, sold in 2013 and got into, you know, publishing because I was so fascinated by this Apple software called iBooks author that was being used to create interactive content at the time. It, a lot of people were creating incredible works of, uh, multimedia, you know, driven interactive content and discoverability was a huge problem. And, you know, you fast forward to now and the whole ecosystem is pretty much dead. Um, and Apple didn't know what to do with it. Steve Jobs knew what to do with it. But, you know, post Jobs, Apple had no clue. And the whole thing died. And it's tragic. Um, and it's it was unnecessary. But it happened anyway. I see such parallels. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm really well served, me personally, from having gone through that because we were running a conference at the time for the user community of that software. And we watched in slow motion as this thing sort, as this thing sort of died on the vine. I'm really well served by that experience because I can tell you what I'm seeing from Alexa has so many parallels to that. And it's not that it's dying, it's going in the entirely opposite direction. But it's fascinating to me to see what's happening with Alexa when you've got, um, you know, a real visionary sort of telling the rest of the organization, this is what you're going to be doing. And this is what you're going to be prioritizing, because it's it's flourishing. And your your question of do we need to call out lists? Yes, we absolutely do need to call out lists, and I think it's necessary for every ecosystem, no matter the the uh, end discoverability of a store or a marketplace, or in this case, if there was some sort of AI driven, hey, you use this Alexa skill, you'd like this one. Uh, we just installed it. Why don't you just try it out? It none of it matters. There's still a huge role to play for lists, and um, 
with back in this uh, this iBooks author com, you know community, um, I produced an article called 50 States of iBooks Author. I would rep, go on to replicate that with Alexa. I did that before the Alexa conference a year or two ago. And that article, that one article got referenced, it had to be a thousand other times. And I, I looked back at that. I was like, you know what? I should have made that into a book. And, and that's what I've gone and done this time. But, you know, these lists are valuable because even if Amazon had the most discoverable store in the world with the Alexa Skills Marketplace, they're still Amazon. <laughs> there it's people value a third party um perspective on things like this uh they'll sit there and they'll take in what amazon thinks uh the, you know the recommendations ought to be but ultimately those are viewed um with sort of one hand you know those are kept at arm's length and it's the third this the trusted third parties like a Catherine prescott of voice brew that are let in closer and that are trusted more. And that's why there's always going to be a huge need for lists. This is one of them. I have no doubt there will be more. Um, but yeah, they play a vital role. Great, great. And um, I guess, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this on behalf of sort of the my audience and the Canadian audience. Do you, um, do you have a sense of uh, how many of these are available internationally, not only in Canada, but also in the other uh, regions uh, for where, where Alexa puts out their skills? It's my sense that most of them are, but there will be some um, instances where there, where not all of them are. So um, I, I would venture to say, and, I, and there's been no testing on this, so I don't know for sure. But uh, I would venture to say 80 to 90 percent of them are probably going to be available in 80 to 90 percent of the markets. Okay, so great. You, you multiply those together, you get, you know, sort of 60 percent ish coverage across the globe. That to me sounds about right. Great, great. So, I mean, certainly, you know, when I look at the list, I can I recognize many of those that I've seen on the Canadian Skills Store. And there's some that I that are either new to me or that I just haven't seen. Most likely they're just new to me. Um, and I'll have to go and I'll, I'll have to search for those and check them out. Catherine, you wanted to add something to that as well. Yeah. So just going back to your discoverability question, Terry, you know, you made the point about, you know, how is voice different from, you know, discovering Alexa skills? How is that different from discovering videos that you should watch on TikTok? So I think a key difference is that in the voice first model, especially with smart speakers, users pull content from the smart from from Alexa from Google Assistant from Bixby whatever the assistant you know you're you're dealing with is um, you know your smart speaker isn't sitting there sort of suggesting that you do things I think that would be a it, it would feel like a real kind of violation of of you know the sort of privacy of having a smart speaker in your home if it just sort of started talking to you unprompted users wouldn't like that and so if you compare that to TikTok or Instagram, those are platforms where you open the app and content is pushed to you. And I think that that key difference, you know, users having to pull content skills from voice versus being pushed content in some of the, these other apps is why discoverability is much more challenging for voice first experiences. 
So if you're a skill creator for Alexa, you really need to think about what your distribution strategy is going to be and find channels to make users aware of what you're doing, whether that's social media or a, you know, participating in a book like Bradley's or you know, pinging me at Voice Brew to you know, take a look at what you're doing. It's really important to have a distribution strategy. Yeah, really good point. Bradley, thoughts on that? Yeah, and I, I wanted to make sure to mention two points, which I hadn't mentioned so far. Just I, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't. And they're on the topic of discoverability. Um, you know, there's there's two things that sort of set the stage for this book to be possible. Um, the first one is when Amazon changed the enablement of skills to be to allow it to be verbal so it used to be you know right when all this stuff was rolling out of the gate that um uh, in order to enable an alexa skill you actually had to physically go into the marketplace and click the button that says enable and that was the only way to enable it and then you know at some point after that a year or later you know Six months, year later, they changed it to where you could then say um, enable whatever. Or in some cases, even if you in in some of the cases of Alexa skills, you can say just open the Wayne investigation. And even if you haven't enabled it or not, it'll still just activate it. Um, but in all cases, if you say enable and then the correct term, it will enable. So um, that's key because it doesn't matter if you know about an, an Alexa skill that sounds interesting. If you, have, if you have to dive into the Alexa skills marketplace to enable it, I don't care if it's on the app or if it's on the web, that is a huge, in many cases, insurmountable amount of effort to activate it. Um, I still can't tell you how to navigate to the Alexa skills marketplace from amazon.com. Every single time I go to the store, I go to Google and I Google Alexa skills marketplace and I go to the link from there. Mm, yeah. So yeah. that should tell you something, Amazon, if you're listening about the inability to get to the store for a normal person. Right. Right. Well, I think this has been a fantastic discussion. I hope everybody will get out there and, and get this book. Um, perhaps you can let us know um, where the book will be available and also take opportunity to tell us a little bit about each of your, each of your resources. Bradley, do you want to start off? Sure. So the book um, will be available um, in two different places for sure. It'll continue to be available on Gumroad where people can purchase a personalized version of it for a little bit more money. And then primarily it will be available on Amazon for $19.99. Um, and it should be live soon. Um, we've got our, our final, we've got a final, final thing we got to do today. And I think the file is getting uploaded um, and it should be live very soon. You know, we've, we've taken our time just to try to get all of the little things right um and really haven't rushed it um uh, but uh but yeah those are the two places you'll be able to find it and um if you want to listen to me prattle on more for some reason you can go to thisweekinvoice.com and subscribe to this week in voice 
Um, or you can take a look at projectvoice.ai, big conference coming up in January. You can head out there. Awesome. Well, thanks, Bradley. It's always, it's always fantastic to have you on the podcast. You've got so much stuff going on. So, um, so I appreciate your time. Um, Catherine, tell us where, uh, where everybody can get in touch with you and, and all the fantastic resources that you've got. Thanks, Terry. So Voice Brew, as I mentioned a little earlier, is a free email newsletter that delivers Alexa tips to your inbox every day. You can subscribe at voicebrew.com. That's voicebrew.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter at KB Prescott. Amazing. Well, uh, congratulations to both of you. Um, two ideal people to be putting this publication together. Really excited to get my hands on it. And uh, what can I say? I look forward to seeing seeing you both at the uh, upcoming Project Voice Project Voice uh, conference as well. So thanks a God, thanks a million again to both of you for being on the podcast. Thanks, Terry. Terry thank you very much. An honor as always. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. Again, the whole point of this book really aligns tremendously well with the whole mission of the Alexa in Canada brand by helping you to really get the most out of Alexa as well. And so that is the reason I wanted to feature this book and, of course, Bradley and Catherine on the podcast for this very special 100th episode. So thanks again to Catherine and Bradley both for your time. I also must, must give a thank you again to you, the listener, for being a part, a critical part, the most important part of this entire journey of these first 100 episodes of Alexa in Canada. It has been a wild ride. It has been really fun. It has been uh, very rewarding to see the community grow. And again, I just want you to know that I am so appreciative of you for taking the time to listen in each and every week. I also have to say a quick thank you again to the sponsor of this week's episode, which of course is Vocal ID. They are a breakthrough voice AI solution company. They combine state-of-the-art speech synthesis technology with advanced audio processing to create custom-designed voices. So if you are looking for your very own custom-designed voice that will help to promote your own brand, then you have to check out Vocal ID, and you can check them out at vocalid.ai. As well, if you are interested in becoming a sponsor, a supporter, a partner of the Alexa in Canada brand, then please feel free to reach out to me. And if it's a good fit, then I'd be happy to entertain those discussions. As usual, I will have the links to the various resources on this podcast episode on the show notes page. Today, you can access those at alexaincanada.ca slash 100. And I will have um, links as well to various uh, knowledge, tutorials, uh, how-tos, and all that sort of stuff, including a link to my uh, my own course, Flash Briefing Formula, which is a free course to teach you how to create your own flash briefing. All right, I'm going to stop there. This has been a, a wonderful uh, podcast, lots of information, and uh, I look forward to bringing you the next 100 episodes of Alexa in Canada. Take care. Talk to you again soon. She's got, She's skills. got skills.